Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers and iZombie fans, we are here to talk about episode 10, Night in the Zombie City. I don't even know where to begin. This episode gave us so much juice, and I cannot even believe Donna E's getting married. Liv finally finds out her dad is the bad guy, and Martin is not to be trusted. And we've got an amazing guest, John Emmett Tracy, here with us, also known as Enzo. We cannot wait to get to into all of that and more right after this. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome back. I've, it's been, it feels like it's been five months, but it's only been, what, two weeks? Two weeks. Way too yeah. long. Yeah, because, and I mean, too long for iZombie fans, because they were off the air last week because yes. of the 4th, but we're back. And better than ever, because we've got John Emmett Tracy up in the studio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Also known as Enzo. Hello. Don't worry, guys. He's much nicer in person than he is in the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited. It was great watching you watch the show. That was the thing that I couldn't believe. We were, suddenly there would be eruptions of, what? what? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, and then holding each other for support. Yes. I no. saw that. There was a lot of standing up. There was a point, literally, where I couldn't sit <laughs> because yeah. this episode had me so up in arms. <laughs> but before we get into it, I'm going to introduce our lovely panel. I'm Allie Nasta, and I'm joined by the amazing Nakia Monet. Hey guys, what's up? I'm Nakia Monet. I am also in the chat, and you guys are already in there, and they're super excited. They're screaming, Enzo, Enzo, Enzo. <laughs> so make sure you guys shoot your questions through, and I'll make sure to send them to John's way. Yes, and we won't be forgetting about them. It'll probably more towards the end of the show, though. And then our lovely news and gossip queen, Shantira Map. Hey, guys. What's up? Um, <laughs> overall thoughts of this episode, guys. Clearly, we loved it. <laughs> For sure. I think all of our emotions... I, this, to me, was my favorite episode. I love noir. Um, some weird like that. <laughs> but this episode, there was so many things. It was like 20 different bombs that were dropping. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like our reactions, we were like, wait, what? Mm. Huh? What? Yeah. Huh? It, it was... It was crazy. So this was a really good episode. I loved it. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with her. I think that there was just so much going on, and I feel like it's just obviously when they're wrapping up the the season, but I feel like a, it's just going to be crazy the next the next few episodes. Yeah. So I, I can't even imagine what more can be dropped mm-hmm. because now we've got the answers to the questions we've had because we've had so many conspiracies as to what's going to happen. Is there mm-hmm. going to be uprisings? Is it like, who's going to be the one that destructs the town or what happens? Mm-hmm. And so this episode, we find out that big explosion, which is obviously behind Martin. Um, but let's just jump and dive right in. Um, let's start with the Department of Defense. So more than half of them now are zombies, and yeah, they yeah. have to make a vote whether or not to vote whether to destroy Seattle or to basically save them. What was your reaction when you found out that they were trying to protect Seattle after all of this kind of back and forth? I was actually shocked, but I think you know what happened. I think when they came to Seattle and they actually sat down and realized, like, wait, these people are actually human, and no pun intended, but these people have souls, they have lives, Mm -hmm. and maybe we shouldn't just bomb the city. Um, 
I don't know. I was I was shocked because I thought that they were gonna go forward, and I think I don't know if it's the general that sits on the council yeah. with them, who's now low key, yeah. <laughs> down low zombie. <laughs> of course, he wanted to get rid of everybody, but so I was very shocked that she was like, "No, we're not gonna do that. We're better than that. We're better people." So, absolutely. And I I'm just kind of shocked at the same time though because. Why is he so focused on getting rid of them if he is one? Well, that's like that crazy lady, Dolly Dolly Durkin. Yeah, yeah. her kid's a zombie and she hates them. And now he's always hated them. And now that he's one, and I think his daughter's now dead, he may not have anything to live for. So he's probably like, I don't care. Kill them all. But he's not even living there. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on this, John? Well, it's, it's so funny to listen to this conversation because it's sort of like... <laughs> I wrapped the birthday present, so I know what you're going to get. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like, I know. It's and like, to hear you guys yeah. throw throw these ideas. Well, and even this, though, to 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 watch you watching the episode, it's the same thing that we do when we read it. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, someone will be in the makeup chair and go, what? Yeah. And then everybody will go, did you get to the... Bu-? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and it's kind of an exciting thing for us. And especially because different departments on set will get the scripts before other departments. Right. And so, you know, there'll be rumors and, you know, you kind of ask the makeup department, hey, what's going <laughs> to, you know, and they'll go, eh, I'm not going to tell you. Or, they'll, or they'll, they'll hint little things while they're working on it. They'll say, oh, you know, did you hear what you're going to do next week? And you go, no, what? And they go, eh, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> so, yeah, you're home reading or you're reading it on set and people are doing the same thing. So, um, yeah, I'll just go ahead and tell you everything to the end. <laughs> okay, perfect. The season, you guys want to hear <laughs> yeah. right to the end? Okay. Um, Here we go. Then this kind of leads me to one of my questions. So obviously you know how the show ends, but did you have any particular predictions that when you were reading this before you actually read the final season finale? Oh, yeah. What were like? What was one of your biggest predictions or assumptions of what how the season would end? You know, I, I, I can't remember. It's funny because now I know it, and I'm trying <laughs> to remember back what we... But the, we all did. Yeah. Everybody had predictions. And, you know... <sighs> I don't say get heated, but people go, no, there's no way that's going to, you know, and then um, just like I'm doing here today, one of the showrunners or writers would be there and they'd say, well, we'll see. Basically, yeah. basically <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. So um, I don't remember specific predictions, but I do know this. I, I remember reading the final episode and coming into work early because I really wanted to see what, uh, you know, other people had gotten it at sort of yeah. the same time. And you'd see people go. You just you just connect with them and think, oh, are you kidding me? Really? How oh, this is so exciting? Whatever whatever the reaction was from each different person, but I will say this, um, which by the way, Ali, I've said that a couple of times and I haven't said anything. Right? <laughs> I keep telling you, I'm, well, I'm We're not trying to trick you. I promise. But, but um, I can I can say this. I don't think it's going to end the way anybody's predicting. I, oh, that really? I can say. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I can safely say that. Which. Which means, hmm. you know, anything I can imagine you guys thinking, right. like yes. we all did. <laughs> that we, it's, it's not true. Yeah. Well, and it was funny because last season, we all thought it was the end, as well as I'm sure everybody kind of on set, because they hadn't announced that it was getting picked up. I right. don't know if you guys knew any earlier than we did um, about the pickup. No. But we were, we were thinking, the way it ended, we were like, okay, we could be... Not happy, but we could be satisfied knowing that they all kind of come together and are there for each other at the end of the season. But the way it picked up back up this season, we were very shocked and yeah. the way that they kind of reopened a bunch of wounds that were closed. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of all coming together and we were a little impatient. We kept yes. putting our trust. <laughs> we knew the writers would do us right. 
But I think, you know, episode one, we were really shook because the way it ended and the way it reopened was nothing about how we expected. So I can only imagine what they're going to do with the season finale. Yeah, we we didn't know before you knew. In fact, yeah. you might have known before us. I'm not sure. But I remember it must have been two weeks before it was announced. Because remember, the CW announced a bunch of its shows yeah. Yeah. and said no word yet on yeah. iZombie. And somewhere around that week, I was working on another series, and in the episode, um, Malcolm, who plays Clive, was in the episode. Oh, fun. So somebody told one of us that the other one was on set, and we we found each other and said, do you know? Yeah. (laughs) He said, I don't know. You know, we we both were kind of, and I think it was within a couple of days that, um, and in fact, it was funny because then somebody said to us, well, hang on, come here, and knocked on another trailer door, and um, Adam Graydon-Reed, who plays Hobbs. Uh Uh-huh. Remember Hobbs? He was also on set that day yeah. for this other show. So it was like... <laughs> you this guys all reunited. Yeah, we were all going, so what do you know? And we're yeah. like, what do you know? Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, well, jumping back into this episode specifically, Liv had a lot of revelations this episode, and there was a lot of turmoil in her finding out that her dad is actually the reason she's a zombie. Let me ask you this. I Were you a little shocked at her reaction? I thought she was going to be way more pissed off and upset that she's finding out. I feel like she was very calm and cool and collected for what she's used to blowing up because usually she cuts people off. If she's upset, she's like, goodbye, I'm done with this. But she seems to have a little bit more held on to with building this relationship with her dad and she wasn't ready to let it go. Did you guys kind of get that too? I, I definitely yeah. did. I, I felt more like hurt from her. Yeah. I mean, when she was at, when she was standing at the door, you could hear like how disappointed she was. Mm-hmm. Like in, in like in the word in the words that she used, but I mean, I'm really not surprised. Right. Like, I don't think that she would have just been like, "Okay, well, hey, I'm just going to cut you completely off." I mean, I don't think that they would that's not how they would write that episode, right. you know. That like that something more obviously is going to happen, but um yeah, I, I'm I think again it's just more her just being hurt. Yeah, and I also think it's one of those things where, like, this is someone you've never met before. You're now, I believe, in your late 20s, 30s, and this guy comes into your life. And though you've probably said you've been fine your whole life, it's a weird emotion where you're like, oh, but it is my dad. Mm -hmm. I'm about to get all psychological. I'm like, because when people have daddy issues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, And I think it's one of those things that she's been longing for. But I also think in the back of her mind, she always knew, like, okay, one, he's on drugs. Mm -hmm. Though she didn't know who he really was, I think she always knew something wasn't good about him. So it's one of those things where you try not to expect everything so your feelings don't get hurt. So I think the reaction, though she was on the brain, she was like, "Mm, he may have something going on anyway. Yeah. Um, But I think it's also one of those things where she's like, I also, it's a weird reaction where you're like, he has something going on, but I may need to see it for myself. Right. So I'm interested to see going forward what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's why I say he does such a good job acting where I'm like, is he genuinely like, is he going to kill her? Or (laughs) does he really care? And he does an amazing job. He does. I think I was saying it a couple weeks ago, like, he's kind of creepy. He's so cryptic. Okay, he's very creepy. Mm -hmm. Like, I just... I really want to give him the benefit of a doubt, like thinking, oh, but he's so nice. Like maybe he means well. And now I'm like no. thinking, no, like he's just very manipulative and just plays like the nice guy. I was gonna say, John, I know you and him film a lot of scenes together, yep. and I was like on your social media, <laughs> and I've seen all the funny pictures that you guys take. And like, what has it been like filming? I mean, because you guys aren't the nice guys on this show. What? <laughs> Did you? Think that- <laughs> guys aren't the nicest people on the show. So what is it like filming together? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's as I'm sure you know, uh, everybody's a nice guy on set, you know, and everybody gets along. Bill is particularly, I mean, he's a riot. He's so much fun to work with. And 
a lot of that energy you're talking about, that kind of unpredictable energy, mm-hmm. is kind of something that he, well, first of all, he brings it to the role, and I agree with you guys, he does a fantastic job. Uh, I even remember the very first time he was on set, we shot a scene in the back of the van. Do you remember that kind of 70s van with the shag carpet? Yes. yes. First couple times we saw him, yeah. Yeah. And they had him in kind of a, you know, vintage shirt. And, yes. And he really, I mean, I think I had just just sit opposite him and watch him sort of be threatening. And he, yeah, he's quite scary and quite volatile. But in, of course, in reality, yes. he's very funny and extremely <laughs> easy to get along with. And I even text, we text all the time now, you know, and he'll say, uh, well, anyway, we'll just, we'll just talk about the show. You know, that happens right. a lot of times yeah. with the cast. But so, you know... Working with him has, has been great. And in fact, it was really refreshing for all of us because we ended the last season with Brother Love, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, a lot of people were saying, well, what, who, where is this going to go? Who's next and what's going to happen? And reading about him and then reading about his, his head, you yes. know, and the whole thing, we thought, <laughs> whoa, this is incredible. And uh, yeah, I just remember him coming in and saying, let's... Let's have a blast, you know, and just doing his thing. So, yeah, right. I have, awesome a, I have a quick question, just to follow up on what you were saying. How you said you guys text and you guys have a good friendship. How is it like working with everybody else, like on the show? Because I feel like it would be a great time. It'd be fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the leads. Let's just talk about you know the main three and then the main sort of five or six or seven. Uh, and it's going to sound like I'm saying this because people say this, but they're really <laughs> close with each other. I mean, it's it really, and I think it translates. I think you can see that when you're watching the Definitely. show. Definitely, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's. I mean, they do things like the first couple episodes will be cut together, and they'll get together at someone's house and and sit there with Dan and watch the episodes and have popcorn and kind of. I mean, mm-hmm. they they do, that, and not every show is like that. You know, not every mm-hmm. set of leads are, are are really close off camera, so they really are close and. A lot of laughter, you know, an, an awful lot of laughter. Um, I think sometimes the, the the crazier the story or the more intense or the more whatever, that's when everyone gets the giggles and it gets really funny. And I couldn't tell you, I mean, to watch them all trying to make each other laugh is is really my main memory of being there. And the crew, you know, we've... Yeah. I think for most actors, we don't have the same experience that a lot of you do watching it. It's, it's not a... We don't really get lost necessarily in the storyline. You remember... You know the grip who was just having, a, you know, his wife was just having a baby that day. Yeah. Or you remember yeah. the day you shot it and how cold it was, or oh, those great sandwiches that day. Like we'll, yeah. we'll remember the day <laughs> and and the people we were looking at, and and they're just as much your coworkers as the rest of the cast. So yeah. uh, I don't know if I answered, but no, you it's, did. I'll just say it's great. It, yeah. I, I, I get that even just from like what like being on social media and seeing how they support each other, and if someone has like a movie coming out or. You're always like retweeting it and reposting it. So yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly like that. And they're very supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. And it sort of starts at the top, right? The show creators and the producers and the writers, uh, the lead cast, all the way down. You know, it's uh, it was a really happy place to work. And um, and you know, we, we like I said, we see each other now sometimes either on different shows or once in a while there's some event around mm-hmm. the show. And now that things are you know, coming to an end. I know. There'll be a bit more. I know, yeah. There'll be a bit more of that, but... So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well, clearly, obviously, it's a great cast. Everybody's amazing. And obviously, those those of you on social media that know Enzo to be a bad guy, it's just a character. <laughs> obviously, that has nothing to do with John or um, who plays Martin as well. But um, Martin, in the show... 
He's the reason this utopium and everything has has happened. But he had a master plan that obviously we're just finding out as an audience. And Enzo is part of that master plan. Mm. Obviously, we are trying to kind of backtrack and know what Enzo's kind of goal was. Do you think, can you tell us in the character research that you might have done, has Enzo kind of always been a part of this plan? Or is this something that's kind of new to him, Mm. knowing that now he doesn't have any loyalty with Major? Right. Okay. Uh, kind of tough one to answer, but I will say this. You know, the thing about Enzo is that you remember he's always been a company man, right? Yeah. He's always been Fillmore Graves and you don't speak to your commander this way and you don't, you know, th- this is what he says. We follow those rules. And yet, as you notice when Enzo went on ice, he he preferred the way Chase Graves was running things, right? right? He, was, right. he preferred that more iron-fisted kind of approach and i think a lot of a lot of the generals and people in the in the in the company are starting to you know worry about how major's doing it right mm-hmm. um, so i think it it probably took an awful lot of uh, disillusionment and disenchantment in a man like enzo who mm-hmm. truly wants to be follow the rules he wants to right. follow the leader um, you may remember at the end of season four, it really started to look like he was following Brother Love, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, something that uh, a few people have spotted and mentioned to me in interviews and things, uh, just when it looked like he was, if you caught at that last episode, it was Enzo that was doing the alliance with the military. Right. And he took down Brother Love and the radicalized zombies, uh, even though... You know, you think of Enzo as kind of a radical zombie, don't you? Mm -hmm. But he had them all taken out, sort of saved the world from a zombie apocalypse, um, and built bridges between Fillmore Graves and the military. So he all along was working for Fillmore Graves at that point. Um, So, yeah, I think in terms of how early I knew what was going on, we do get some information ahead of time, not not as far in advance as you right. might think. Of course. Um, and then there are these really funny conversations where, like, for example, last season. I can talk safely <laughs> all day about last yes. season. What do you Sorry, want to we're making it so tricky. <laughs> no, I'll tell you everything. Um, but, you know, you would know, for example, that Enzo wasn't really going to be siding with Brother Love. Right. And so then you'd say to the director, so do we... Mm, do, do you want this to feel like when if it's watched a second time, they can go, oh, I see he didn't. Yeah. And so sometimes we would put in a little shade of that. A second viewing will right. show you a flicker of doubt across his face, or not not just Enzo, but anybody in the show. Um, so we usually find out, you know, five or six weeks ahead of time that there's right. going to be a bit of a of an angle change. Right. So, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to know too, yeah. especially because <laughs> I mean, I wasn't a hundred percent shocked to see Enzo with Martin and the super zombies per se, but it was kind of like, hmm, okay, all right, who else is joining this bandwagon? Mm. Um, but Martin, obviously, he's a huge liar. He's yeah. lied about everything. He's really using Robbie to his advantage to kind of figure out more about how he can make his zombie be stronger to then take over the world. Um, but, you know, I'm still kind of toying and, and kind of questioning the fact that, like, what is his, why does he want to take over the world? Is it just his messed up brain? You know, what is his motive? I'm still lacking the knowledge of that, and I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> Do you guys feel the same way? Could be his drug brain. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like when he was super high, he was like, you know what, I have a really good idea. 
what if zombies, like, you know, when certain people are high, he's like, what if zombies came into the world <laughs> yeah. and I can control them and I had a whole army and they it was like apocalyptic and we can kill everybody. And I feel like he created this thing where he's like, oh, I can actually do that and have a team with me so far where I can manipulate the one person that I love. We can manipulate the, um, the coyotes. And now, um, sorry, I'm thinking about the general working with Dolly. He has the zombies raised up on the mechs, uh, rages. So I think he's just like, why kind not? Of, yeah, and like all up on the power it's trip. A, yeah, I think it's a power trip. But it's also interesting, too, because Liv's mom has mentioned, you know, that he was always focused on drugs and his, his work and being a scientist kind of as being a doctor and learning about all of the medicines and things. And I'm kind of wondering if maybe it has always been a goal of his. If he's always been kind of sidetracked and not focused on his family, who knows where this came from in his upbringing. But I feel like he maybe did have this larger plan all along. But it's just wild of how it's come to fruition. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, owing credit to the writers for bringing They're us on so this great. journey <laughs> and being able to tie it all together. And obviously, the reason Liv became a, a zombie is because of her dad, which is still so Full wild. But I think it's brilliant how they're like, keeping us guessing. Because right. I really was struggling to figure out if he was a good guy or not. I mean, he kind of yeah. had me thinking, okay, he made me well. you know. So I think that... Um, it's so interesting because, like, just even now, like watching this episode, I feel like that so like they're giving us a little bit more yeah. and more and yeah. more. But like you said, with the bigger picture, we don't really know what's happening. Yeah. So I'm like excited to see like what his end goal right. is. Right. I really well, don't know either. And it's so funny because after we watch an episode, we all are thinking, okay, we get it now. We and then we break it down, and then I'm I still have so many questions, and I'm still wondering what's going to happen. But at least we kind of have answers, knowing that what Martin's main actual goal is. But the way it's kind of going to be surrounded and how it's going to unfold will be definitely a mystery. Also, the fact that he's able to get people to work inside Fillmore Graves and and hurt themselves for him is wild. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Straight up wild. Terrible jobs. <laughs> did, did, um, did Justin surprise all of you? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the. Um, that's, I think that's when you screamed. Yeah, that's why I literally freaked out. I was not she, expecting we were, it. I, was, I wasn't expecting. It. <laughs> I wasn't either. Ali screamed and turned to her and she's like, "I can't look. I can't look." Um, yeah, it was crazy. But, but I mean, I like that they the writers brought up the part where uh, Major is alerted that you know the key cards aren't working. And when she said that, I'm like, okay, I feel like something shady is gonna happen. But in my mind, I had no idea it would be Martin chatting with Ravi, stealing a key card to get into Fillmore Graves. Yeah, having this guy. I sacrifice his life like a terrorist and be like, you know, I'm going to steal it, but I'm going to kill myself. That's crazy. And it's not until I think we found out when Martin and Enzo, they're talking about the Max Rage, where we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Tonight was an emotional roller coaster, and we couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> we were freaking out about everything. Which is a good thing. And one of the biggest emotional roller coasters that I had today was finally seeing Donnie, I mean, not Donnie, but Blaine and Liv go oh at it. Yes. Everybody has been wanting that to happen. That was one of the screams. That yes. Was yes. I think we were like, yeah, finally. Because yeah. I am not a Blaine fan. He really gets under my skin, yes, and I just does. hate that he gets away with everything. He finally was in jail, though, and lasted an episode. He just is so... Can, he's like a snake. He can slither his way out of anything. And I'm a Blaine I'm, fan. I am too, yeah. <laughs> okay. But, to, but right. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> don't don't let me get across the table. Like, I'm a blame fan, but it's to the point where I'm like, I know he's horrible and he needs to just go already, but he's so good. So I think this is the first episode. I was like, oh, she's gonna shoot him good. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Liv's I, gonna throw down with him. Well, oh, no. I think what's also toying with my brain is apparently we heard somewhere, read somewhere, that Blaine is gonna get his comeuppance essentially. And I keep thinking every episode that the comeuppance is coming, and then it doesn't, and then I get let down. Um, but before we get more into this uh, crazy Blaine, Donna E, and Liv story, I would love Nakia to tell you guys a little bit more about us at AfterBuzz and how much we are thankful for you. Yeah, shout out to you guys for tuning in right now. If you guys are live on YouTube, make sure you guys give a, give, give us, I'm tired, a thumbs up for <laughs> five stars, because we really do appreciate you guys. But... Don't fear, we have totally other new things on the channel for you guys to check out. Not just sci-fi, not just reality TV, there's also drama, so make sure you guys check that out, because we would really appreciate it. We are also on iTunes and Spotify now, so you guys can give Mm -hmm. us some um, comments on there and five stars. And make sure you leave comments, because we are in the chat and we will shout you guys out. We really do appreciate it, because without you guys, we would be nowhere. And make sure you guys send some questions for John, because that would be really appreciated. Again, from us to you, this is my late four for July present. <laughs> Thank you guys for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. We really do appreciate it. You are amazing. And please, like we said, join us in the chat with some questions in a couple of minutes because we've got to wrap up this episode and then obviously uh, grill John about mm. everything iZombie. Um, okay, so I, st- I literally wrote my notes. Blaine is still here. Like, what <laughs> is he doing? Why is he alive? <laughs> I literally was wondering. Two question marks. Um, and so I'm just still wondering his motives and this whole cure. I get it. They they got stolen and he wants to make money off of it. But was that his sole reason in finding the cure so then he could sell it again? I think so. I yeah. think he's trying to make more money because I, I think, think we're yeah. at the point where he gets arrested after that kid gets killed. Everything gets taken away from him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have anything anymore. That girl exposed him. And I think Blaine's just always just trying to make money. He doesn't yeah. We see what sure. happened with him and his dad. I feel like he doesn't care about anyone but himself. So I think he's just trying to make money. Make a dollar. At the same time, he doesn't John's smiling. Like, it's so strange. He's like, it's I so know strange. what's happening. Honestly, to be sitting here, which is great. I love all of this. Yeah. But what's going through my mind is, don't make any faces. Right. <laughs> don't, just be as serious as you can. You look down, you're like... And then I made myself laugh, and then you thought, oh, that means something. Maybe you had some thoughts about Blaine yourself. Well, I, um, Blaine ends up joining the priesthood. Can I say that? <laughs> Is it okay if I... Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I just... I, I'm still wondering what even he's doing. But clearly you're right. I think Nikia, his sole motive this whole entire series has been money and himself. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of what it is, is that that's why he was trying to find it so bad. Um, but clearly, I guess... Um, uh, what's Candy just took it so then she could go live a nice, happy life with her boyfriend? Yeah. So at least it went to someone that kind of yes. deserves it. And Loki, I was happy because yeah. they're so mean to her. I know. And I think the one thing Blaine said to her was like, "Shouldn't you be laying on your oh! back?" And I think yeah. that was one of the screams. And I was like, "Oh, that's so, so we, rude." That was one where we, I literally like was like, "I hate him." And I think at that po- moment, I was like, "You know what? You go, Candy. Yeah, you, you steal that cure and live your you best life live and ride it. into the sunset with your boo on a motorcycle." And you guys call Enzo mean. He would never say. That. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> Seriously, no, no. do you know how she even found the cure? She they that, did it because I, I don't remember them tying that in because 
But I don't, we, we were wondering if she even killed um, Bunny and uh, Chisel, but I, I don't think she it was did. Jane. I, this was my prediction. I think I don't know when they ate Jane's brain. I don't know if she had a piece of it uh, and then had a vision to see that because Chisel was on his way with the cure in his pocket. Right. That's who Bunny was on the phone with. So I don't know. If she just happened to have a vision, but at the same time, Blaine and Liv also found out about the um, yeah the cleaner yeah. to yeah. receipt. Yeah. So I don't know. If she, I don't know. If she ate the brain. I didn't see. It. I think I missed it. No. Okay. Sometimes when when Liv has found like the answer to all of these crimes, I just sit there and listen intently because she goes <laughs> through all of these things as to how it comes together, and it's mind blowing. Um, something else that was also mind blowing is the fact that Donna E proposed oh to Darcy. Donna E finally gets happiness. I, this is well deserved. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This yes. is one thing you can say. Absolutely. Donna E deserves happiness. Yep. Even like after he's had so much, just Blaine has ruined his life. Yeah. Even yeah. now he's living with his mom. His twin is dead. Mom. Like he said, everyone in his life has died. Yeah. And I think you know, and of course this girl, we know why she's there for a reason. And I feel like he may be the person to. And Blaine. Yeah. You know. Oh. Wait. I didn't think about that. That's an epic prediction. That is. Sorry. That <laughs> I know okay. we're early for predictions, but we are. That, that would be an epic good. one. He's in love. Now they're about to get married, kind of save her oh, life. Prediction, and I, I, I'm going to say it now because I might forget yes. it. But like, okay, so I think that Darcy might die because of the whatever, like, because of her fro- like Freilich brain, and then Donnie's going to be so upset and blame everything on Blaine, and then boom. That's a good one. Sounds like I'm just gonna look <laughs> at this screen. Right. Just... <laughs> um, that is a good one. Yeah. Good but, one. but I think but I think it was also something we talked about too. I just don't see a happy ending across the board. Like I and it's like no, Robbie, yeah. Robbie and Peyton, we all want Liv and Major back together, which is like duh, but it's like, is it gonna happen? Mm-hmm. I just don't see all these happy endings. Yeah. It's gonna be weird how they file it all together. Yeah. But I am excited in this episode. It was good. It was a good one. It was a good one. But I think that kind of wraps up all of our thoughts. Does anybody have any last minute things before we uh, grill John a little bit? This was a crazy episode. It It was. was. It was was a lot of fun. Let's start it off by taking some fun questions in the chat. Yes. So obviously, John, the fans have noticed you do not have your French accent. Mm. (laughs) Someone asked, um, was it hard doing that accent and was the accent always written for the character? Mm. Um, well, I'm, I should say, the accent is my real voice. This is, I'm just putting this on. <laughs> well, I thought it would be nice. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I love it. Um, yes. Yes, it was written. Uh, you know, Enzo was originally written to just be in the one episode. Uh, wow. And in fact, it wasn't, it wasn't the episode where you first met him. He was in season four, episode one. Um, and it was he was part of a sort of a 15 minute storyline the whole thing had to get taken out so they they reused a lot of what he had said in that episode when they brought him in and I think it was episode 4 or 5 <clears throat> last year so yes it was to answer your question it was always intended uh, to, to to be the accent in fact it, it was mentioned several times I remember the, the casting notice saying I'm going to get this wrong but it was something like with a ridiculously over-the-top phony French accent <laughs> that you could cut with a knife. I think was, it was the phrase in there. And then the script, the first script he was in referenced um, Talladega Nights. Oh. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. You know, um, and it said he's got this affected manner and kind of, you know, ridiculous clothes. Although, shout out to Michelle, our customer, because 
everybody on set loved that cake. That cake's you know, amazing. That, yeah, that, cake, that cake's there. amazing. Um, maybe I can tell you this: they actually gave me one when it was over. Yeah, oh, we had a few. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. Um, so I just wear it. <laughs> just casually, yeah, for July. Well, maybe. when I go out, like just when I go out somewhere nice. Uh, no, but um, so it was always written in, and I re- remember very well the day I auditioned to play Enzo. And again, thinking it was just the one episode, it was a very strange day because I had five auditions that day, which is not uh, necessarily a normal thing. But I, they were all really serious intense kind of dramatic things and at the end of the day it was maybe six o'clock at night and I had this one and it, it was you know ridiculous over so oh this will be fun you know I so I just yeah went really crazy with the accent and in fact which many people may have noticed sometimes I will bend little words or sounds in kind of just a especially last season yeah. a comedic way even if it's not fully you know um, authentic more just for the effect so but when I got the job and went to set, I remember asking one of the producers, "So, do you really want it that?" And they went, "Yeah, let's let's just have fun. Let's go let's go crazy with it." Um, so that was really sort of interesting at the beginning because e- even for all of us just getting through takes with that, you know, kind of when I was with Liv and and Clive uh, and Ravi, they were able to just kind of roll their eyes when I'd say some, you know, deepy deepy boom boom. They would go. But then when I'd be with, you know, Chase Graves and these guys, they'd have to be very serious, you know. Yeah. And I kind of got Napoleon sitting across the table. From them. So it was kind of an interesting uh, challenge. Um, and and to answer the second part, I think maybe I have a, a little bit already. It, it's not difficult because um, we're sort of having fun. In fact, I remember saying to somebody, "So do." Do you want this and that? Because you know, maybe French people would say this and that, or you know, they said, "Yeah, let's just let's just go for it." So we did, and you may notice that in this season he has evolved a bit. He doesn't have mm-hmm. these funny phrases; yeah. he's kind of have fun getting jiggy with it, or <laughs> he doesn't say any of that anymore. Yeah. And it's get it's getting more sinister. And so we we had a talk then too about so do we t- taper off the and and the decision was no, let's keep going. You know, let's just keep yeah. going with it. So it's been. That's been kind of a fun challenge for me. I've really enjoyed playing sort of more dramatic bits, but hanging on to the ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. I really enjoy it. Yeah. That's awesome. Because you had all of us cracking up last season. Mm. Seriously. Oh, good. Yeah. Have you, wait, did you practice your French accent beforehand, or is it something that you learned for the, the character? Like, was it something you always joked around with? Or is it kind of something you really cultivated once you got the character? I, well, you say once I got the character. So it was the end of the long audition day, and then I found out the next day I got the part, and I think I was on set the next day, actually. Oh, wow. So, so you just were oh, like, wow. all right, let's go with it. Yeah. And and I remember thinking, but then they brought me to my wardrobe fitting, and I saw the cape and the <laughs> the buttons and, the, you know, the thing, and I thought, oh, okay, well, I know, I see where we are. Yeah. And then, you know, the, our key hair uh, artist, we started talking about these little sideburns yes. <laughs> you know, that are kind of curling around his face and, um, you know, the kind of, I don't know, like the, the sort of Liza Minnelli yes. curls yeah. that he's got there. So It's yeah, a signature look. Yeah, really, we were we were going for something fun and extreme, you know. Yeah, really. I love it. It's a fave. Uh, I have another question. John, how much time did it take to film the last episode? If oh. you can. Mm, yeah. Um, you know... As I said earlier, 
it's, it's going to sound like I'm just <laughs> saying <know>. this. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say our our crew is phenomenal, and the, the last episode is so full, and there's so much to do, and it felt as though how you know how can we get through all this? This is so much. But I, somebody could correct me from the show, but I don't think we went any longer than what we normally do on an episode. There's, they're just so efficient, and um, you know, Rose kind of in terms of the cast, she leads the company and kind of leads the whole team in a way, right? Mm-hmm. With her energy and her positive nature and her sense of humor, and you know, those guys sometimes they're working fifteen-hour days, and you know, and, and she was always upbeat, and so I think. Somebody correct me, but I think we got through it in the normal amount of time, um, but covered an awful lot in that time. So it's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll see when you see it in a couple of weeks. Right? Yes, call me and we'll oh. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah, that's good to go. Alrighty, um, I do have a question. Taking ends out of the picture and just being, you know, an iZombie viewer, are you Team Liz and Major, Liv and Major, getting back together? Um, I mean, you know, I. Buckley and I used to talk about that, who plays Major, yeah. and uh, I don't think I ever talked to Rose about it, but I, I remember asking him for predictions what he thought, and and he kind of was being as cagey as I'm about to be right now, and, and <laughs> saying, oh, I don't know, you know, we'll never say. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, and I'm, I'm trying to separate my, my understanding of the people that play the parts mm-hmm. and, and how great they are together right. as friends and how funny they are together. I think a lot of us wanted to see them do more scenes together, you know? Yeah. And I, maybe you guys did too. They're yeah. great, you know, on camera together. So in that sense, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when they had the date, the dinner table scene, when they were standing, sitting at the ends and then they had the, the foster kids that um, oh, right. yeah. that were sitting at the table, I, I almost cried thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to get back together. What's going to happen? But it's been funny because we've even said um, that... Liv has had a lot of great relationships throughout the show, and every time we've become attached to them, they get they get killed. Yeah. And it's been so heartbreaking right. because we wanted her to be happy, but then we also know that she's super independent, so she doesn't need a guy to That's to right. kind of have an end game with. But it's so hard because we she always ends up finding her way back to having a friendship with Major. And for us, I think it's just something where it's comfort as an audience number two mm-hmm. because everybody we grow to love, like Daniel Bonjour. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> loved him, and that was heartbreaking Yeah. Um, at the end of last season. But so it's just fun to hear your take, too, because we I love them together. I love them together. Yeah. Me, too. Goals. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and they're... Joke is too strong a word, but there are sometimes, you know, when a new love interest will come on the show, you some of the leads will go, okay, <laughs> good luck. Uh, yeah. you know, you know, Seriously, because thing. every single They're one she gone. had, they Seriously. all died. It's so it's a curse. It's so depressing. <laughs> um, really quick, before we run out of time, we love to do a little fun this or that of what John Emmett Tracy loves. Mm. So, coffee or tea? Tea. Mm-hmm. What kind of tea? Breakfast tea, uh, Earl Grey tea. So definitely caffeine. Tea. Caffeine tea. Okay, Absolutely. cool. Caffeine tea. Um, TV or movies? TV, What's namely your... the CW. What's your favorite? Yeah, <laughs> smart. <I-Zombie. laughs> favorite show, iZombie. Correct. Easy. Um, night in or night out? Night in. Night in. Night what in. do you like to do? Watch movies, I Netflix? Watch, watch myself on TV. That's <laughs> perfect. Um, no, no, I, yeah, you know... I've got kids, and, yeah. and and my wife and I, we do like a night in. So it's it's generally, you know, when people talk to me about the great new shows, you know, oh, have you yeah. seen this? And it's like, 
I say, well, I've seen Frozen. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> about a hundred times. Yeah, yeah. And so, but that's a great night in. Yeah, yeah. So fun. Um, texting or calling? Um, you know, more texting. 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 Sure. I zombie zombies or Walking Dead zombies? Oh, I zombie zombies. Yeah. <laughs> I answer. zombie zombies. Summer or winter? Uh, so I can't say autumn. <laughs> You can um, say autumn, okay. too. Autumn, please. Autumn, okay. Uh, sweet or savory? Uh, sweet. Sweet. What's your favorite sweet, like, kryptonite? Something that you, if you, if it's in front of you, you cannot not have it. Um, I like um, mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ooh. Is this interesting? Do you, do you, do you want to know my ice yeah, cream? Yeah, people love that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's um, a lot of people's favorites. I want to say something French, like French uh, <laughs> yeah. pastry. French. Yeah. yeah, but mint chocolate chip, that's my... Uh, All right. That's my... Super fun. Um, again, you're the best. Thank you so much. Before we get into Thank predictions, we have to talk about our zombie story of the day. So to fill you in, <laughs> we always talk about a crazy zombie news story. In the past, we've had zombie raccoons, zombie deers, oh, zombie yeah. snakes. Yeah. Um, uh, one time, Florida did a false zombie alert when there was a power outage. Think about how fun that would have wow. been yes. to get that notification on your phone. So I'm just going to read the headline. This is from Business Insider, which was actually on June 26th. Um, it says, a fungus causes cicadas to lose their limbs and try to mate with everything they encounter. Researchers found here are 10 examples of zombie animals in nature. What? Yes. So, um, basically, there's just a bunch of different, like, reasons, but the cicadas, they call them the flying salt shakers of death. (laughs) Since infected bugs douse other cicadas and the spores that cause... Okay, (laughs) really gross! Um, But, so, basically, these cicadas, I think, are they're dying and then um, infecting each other. But it's the weirdest thing. So, basically, we've got, so far, cicada... Cicada zombies. I just named the other couple because there was uh, raccoons and deers and snakes. Yes. So wow. scary animals, guys. And now you know how this series, series ends. <laughs> yeah. The That's the ending of the show. The animals that yeah. are actually. Um, wow. Uh, that are actually happening right now. Um, anyways, and one last question. We're going to, sorry, off of the zombie topic, on to more of John. Any projects you have working on right now? I do. I am actually working on something now, and it's a exciting project, but it's going to be announced in the next two days. So I can't, ah, i, I got to be that guy. That's okay. <laughs> so basically, they need to follow you on social you. media, and then we'll find check, yeah, out. Check in in a couple of days, exactly. Yeah, I mean, something I'm working on right now that I'm really excited to share. So exciting. Yeah. And I wanted to mention one thing. I did see on social media that it was your birthday. July 2nd? Whoa! Hey. Wow. So happy belated birthday! Thank belated you birthday. very much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> no That's problem. amazing. Uh, do you have any news and gossip for us, Shantira? Um, I do. I'm gonna. Tr- that was part of it. Amazing. Well, happy awesome. belated birthday. <laughs> yep. Thank yep. you very much. And then um, I also saw really quick that uh, Rose McIver was nominated for Summer Summer TV Actress. Ooh. Love so it. I went on to the Teen Choice oh, um, Teen Choice Awards website yeah. and then I voted for her today. Yay! So, so go vote! Right, yeah, you can still vote. Just put in your email and then it's like 10 votes a day. Amazing. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Amazing! <laughs> Thank you so much. Alrighty, guys, some flash lightning round predictions. Let's have it. The animals are going to take over and <laughs> kill the bugs. Every everybody. What did I say earlier? Oh, my prediction I'm going to stick with I think Donnie is going to be the person to take Blaine down. Mm-hmm. Um... Now I'm really nervous because you said that it may not end what we think. 
I don't know. It's like, I think we have like four more episodes or three more episodes left. And it's mm-hmm. just this episode, we, we got hit with like 20 bombs. And now we see that Liv and Ravi now see the zombies. So I'm really interested to see what's going to happen. But I'm going to say with Donnie, he's going to definitely be the person to take Blaine down. Yeah, I love Martin, that. And I have no idea. Like, he the writers did such a cuff. great job where I'm like, mind-blowing. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to try to take a stab at that. The only thing I think of is I think, I believe if anyone's going to take him down, I do think it's going to be Liv. Yeah. But, Blaine or Martin? Sorry, Martin. Okay. Martin. But I do think that... Um, I mean, obviously, I think that Major and Liv may work it out, obviously, but... Um, I don't know, I really like yours. I do agree with that. I do I think that I do think that Donnie's gonna take down Blaine. I think he's gonna be so upset, like I said yeah. before, about his the love of his life leaving him because everybody he loves leaves him. And it's just gonna but be he's super pissed at Blaine, so I don't know. And it's just over it all. Like yeah. every time he tries to do something good, he just gets set back ten steps and it's just frustrating. Yeah. Um and one last thing too, oh, yeah. I think Peyton is gonna do something too. I feel like with her not being like the active mayor anymore, mm-hmm. I just really, really think that I don't know. What if she ended up taking Martin down or ended up taking Blaine down, her ex? Oh, mm. that would be, That'd be interesting. so interesting. That there are classic. so many different ways that this story could end, and it pains me to say we only have a couple, couple episodes left because we um, love the show so much. If Blaine um, marries uh, Liv, then he'll just die. Right? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so maybe we can do that. Easy way for them right. to do yeah. <laughs> That would be amazing. Well, again, John, thank you so, so much for joining thank you, us. Guys. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Yes. Where can they find you on social media? Um, I'm on Twitter, um, John Emmett Tracy, uh, and also on Instagram, it's J.E. Tracy. Amazing. So make sure you check back on his Instagram in two days to find out about these really fun, amazing projects you've got Mm -hmm. on the pipeline. And then in the meantime, Shantiara, where can they find you on social media? Um, at Shantiara on Instagram, Twitter. And Nakia? You guys can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. And hey guys, Allie Nasty here. Find me on Instagram at Allie Girl. And of course, follow AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. We will see you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 